You're so rude, Adam. I'm rude? Yes. She tried to force me into a bathroom. I mean... While her husband was staring, staring at him in the eyes. Maybe he's a cock. So? I somehow... If he was a cock, then she shouldn't have said that. She shouldn't have informed him. <laughs> not, not, it's part of the... It, it, maybe it's part of the... <laughs> no, 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 It's no. part of the routine. <laughs> oh, don't fuck about the routine. <laughs> Hello, hello, uh, welcome, and thank you for joining us once again. This is the the Otaku Street Podcast, your favorite spot for video game discourse, anime reviews, and everything in between. Uh, we've got some uh, some some fucking quality shit to talk about. Um, we're kind of combining two episodes in one. They were they were previously planned as two episodes, but uh, you know we're just uh, we're not doing no. two episodes. We're just doing Cowboy Bebop. No, we're yeah, we're like combining shit, right? No, no, no. What? We're only we're not doing Cow- Demon Slayer today. We're only talking about Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> okay, so today we are not doing two episodes in one. We are doing one episode. <laughs> Sick. Uh, here's your phone back, dude. Thanks, <laughs> gentlemen. How are we today, Jamal? How's your week? Always well, been chill. Um, nothing much has really been going on. I know I bought, like I was telling y'all before we started, a manga that I've been reading online, but I'm like, oh, I like it, so I'm gonna get a physical copy. It's called Solo Leveling. There are three volumes out right now, but then I know, like, chapter-wise, that's released. It's like 176. So there's a lot. And I'm enjoying it greatly. Oh, it's in color too. This is yeah, nice. some high it's quality web, shit. It's a web right. comic, that's why. Well, uh, man, like a webtoon, like Korean. So they do theirs in color, right from left to right. Um. So, what is this? It's called Solo Leveling. Well, I know what it's. Uh, I know what it is, <laughs> but what is it? I just sprinted through the the summaries on the back. Um, I read it, but I didn't so one person, internalize any so of it. So hunters, like the way people are hunters, not everybody's a hunter, and then those that are hunters is ranked from E to S, and then E is the lowest one, S is like the top one, and then the main character is an e rank hunter, but then circumstances happen, and he realized that he can gain levels like how in a video game, unlike how other people, because... Usually hunters, like, once you're awakened as a hunter, you can't really get any stronger. Can like, I, can I read the summary? Like, yeah. just the, just like the, not even all of it. But... No, that sounds like an advertisement. So, <laughs> known as the weakest hunter of all mankind, E-rank hunter Jinwoo Sung's contribution to raids amounts to trying not to get killed. <laughs> Unfortunately, between his mother's hospital bills, his sister's tuition, and his own lack of job prospects, he has no choice but to continue to put his life on the line. So when an opportunity arises for a bigger payout, he takes it, <clears throat> only to come face-to-face with a being whose power outranks anything he's ever seen. With the, power, or with the party leader missing an arm and the only healer a quivering mess, can Jinwoo somehow find them a way out? 
This guy sounds like a bitch. <laughs> is I'm, it uh, animated at all? Is there an animated movie? <clears throat> no? Will there be? I don't know. I hope it so. looks good. It looks dope. Cool. It looks awesome, though. It gets better. It's, it, it just sets up the main character as just the most useless guy of all time. Is this the this is the first uh, volume? No. Yeah. Okay. So this is brand new. In a sense, yes. It so, it looks like fresh. This looks like quality just made though. It this year. Oh no! Like I said, there's three volumes out right now, but this has been I've been reading this for like years now already. So. Oh wow! It looks really good though. Huh. All you right, can, Chris. Take a, anything new? Look? He's he's told me about this. Oh, he's told okay. me to, to read it for years now. And I'm sure you haven't. I have not. <laughs> Well, oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're off to a great start. This, is a this great episode. episode, you know, nobody's annoyed. Nobody listening is annoyed with us right now. I, I fucked up everything. <laughs> <laughs> At least the 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 general intro was was solid, and then so, kind of gave a little bit of a spoiler. Unless Jamal good. edits it out, but maybe not. A spoiler okay. of what? Of what's to come. It's okay. They'll they'll find out eventually. Yeah. Eventually. In any case, I just did it for you. <laughs> that, that that's one. That is one, and I'll count. I'll count that towards the count. <laughs> well, did you have uh, anything for us this week? What's going on in your life? Uh, honestly, nothing <clears throat> special. I really don't have anything pressing to talk about. Maybe next week. This week, nah. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I already told you guys earlier, but a married chick tried to bang me in a bathroom. <laughs> no, you didn't. Right, what? <laughs> what? Well, I, <laughs> I told Chris. <laughs> By you guys, I meant Chris. Well, I didn't know I could hear through Chris's ears. Um, you know, long story short, uh, I was at a bar, and uh, I'm just standing there at a table. My buddies go to order drinks, and this... Uh, this older woman comes up to me, and uh, I don't even remember what she said. I was just being nice, and she was like, oh, my God, I totally want to kiss you right now, but my husband's at the bar, like, right behind you. Jesus I'm Christ. like, um, what? <laughs> so she's like, well, yeah, but, like, it's fine. Like, he hates me, and, like, uh, you know, he's really, like, like, I don't really like him, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, why aren't you just divorced then? She's like, well, maybe tomorrow. I'm like, what? <laughs> maybe tomorrow. Is this just a last hoorah for you guys? Like, when when did fuck? you become like a drunk MILF magnet? Dude, I mean, I've all, I, I guess I've always been. I just never really cared to notice. But this one was kind of like standing out. Not oh, this has been pretty blatant. <laughs> but so, um, basically, I, at the, not the end of the conversation, but it's, at, at some point I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Uh, I'll be back. So I go to the bathroom and as I am about to like wash my hands, I hear knocking at the door. I'm like, cause it's a single bathroom. Right. And so I'm like, all right, hold on. So I wash my hands, open the door. And this is just, it's this woman standing outside the door. I'm like the same one, the same one. I'm like, well, uh, what? And so, <laughs> what? <laughs> and so she tries to push me into the bathroom. I'm like, how old but, is she? We'll get to that. So, I look up and I can see her husband. She like pointed out her husband earlier. And I could see her husband at the bar, like on the other side of the bar, staring at us. And I'm like, 
This is not a good idea. <laughs> this is really not a good idea. And uh, she's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, do it. And I'm like, well, you know, no, because your husband's staring at us from the bar. And so she's just like, ah, oh, fine. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go back to the table that you discovered me at. Bro, one of these moms is going to get you fucking killed. I know. I know. Well, I mean, obviously, they have their thing. They have their trouble, whatever the case is. And so she kept on saying, I really want to kiss you. Let's just go outside and like kiss and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, this is just weird. Like, he's standing right there. And um, so then she asked for my number. And I was like, sure, here it is. I'm not going to entertain it, but here. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. I'm, not. I'm really not. Um, so then. Uh, was she not attractive? I'm not gonna give. I'm not gonna give like a number on air, but like you know, just not my ideal woman. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Turns out she's 46, um, okay. and which is like fine. Like she's no, in her prime. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, so she. The the end of the night, I lost my phone in the Uber going going home. Uh, so I there was this whole debacle of the next day trying to get it back in the morning. <laughs> Um, but so when I got it back, I charged my phone and I saw that she had texted me like four or five times and I'm just like, dude, what is going on? So then she texted me the next day. She's like, Hey, we're having a dart party. If you want to come over, I'm like, I don't want to know what that is. Um, a dart party. Maybe she, there might've been a typo somewhere in there. Um, I don't know. (laughs) But so then she kept on commenting on like how big my chest is or something. And then she, her way of saying let's hang out was let's see whose chest is bigger sometime. And that's when I decided that I am not going to communicate with this person any longer. You're just going to leave her hanging? Yeah. You're 46 and you got a marriage. You're so rude, Adam. I'm rude. Yes. She tried to force me into a bathroom. I mean, while her husband was staring, staring at him in the eyes, maybe he's a cuck. So I somehow if he was a cuck, then she should have said that. She should have informed him. <laughs> not, it's not, it's of, part of the. It, it, maybe it's part of. The, <laughs> no, no, no. Maybe it's no. part of the routine. <laughs> I don't fuck about the routine. <laughs> clearly not about it. You're not about to tell me. Just, just come in this bathroom with me while, while my husband watches us come go in the bathroom together. Mm. Fuck no. Yeah, I'm not. That's that's circumstances to get people shot. People have been shot for less, Wolfe. You're you're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't know what's going on in my life, and that's just the way it is. And it's fine. And it's fine. So we can talk anime, and we can also talk about how a 46 year old woman. Almost coerced me into getting shot in a in a Quincy's bathroom. <laughs> oh, which Quincy's was this? Quincy's South. Oh God, um, the cesspool. You're about to avoid that place forever now, aren't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna, gonna be there next week. Like, hey, uh, you got my text? No. We're gonna have this episode be titled based off like in a set guy like that time I got coerced by a 46 year old woman. <laughs> yeah, you got cornered into straight up cornered. She was about to assault you. It got close. It got close. Luckily, I I mean, of course, I had a couple beverages and but at the at the end of the day, I still had the right sound of mind to say no. 
And she even said, she commented, she was like, oh, I hate that you're that type. I'm like, what? A normal person? What, a, a person that doesn't want to just destroy this man's entire life? I'm sorry that moral compasses are a thing. Good lord. Well, Speaking of marriage is scary. Yeah. Adam, I personally commend you for being a good fellow and not destroying a marriage. And I, not thinking I, with your dick. I applaud you. You're you're a good guy. It's tough sometimes, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> good guy today. But that yeah, no, in that moment I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take the high road. You know what you know what your friend was doing while you were being sexually assaulted? <laughs> <laughs> while I was being essayed. <laughs> I have been playing a really, really fun game on the cell phone. Cell phone? On the cell phone. So, this game is called Retro Bowl. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. I have not. I'm about to look it up right now. Retro Bowl is a football game, and it is very, very fun. Um, you essentially take on an, an, an fake NFL team. Uh, and then you get players, and you're supposed to build up your team. Uh, you play by like flicking, or not flicking, but holding your finger on the on the phone, and then pulling it back to to, to like, throw the ball. To throw the ball, and then you aim with your finger as well. So that that part's cool. Um, you don't really play on defense. I would like them just to implement a defensive side of the ball. That'd be cool. But it has like it's like full featured as all the NFL teams. Um, it has a full schedule. You you go through the playoffs, all that. So it's been really fun. I've oh, been, there's uh, a draft. It looks it looks like Tech Mobile. It's very it's very uh, Tech Mobile. I would inspired. imagine that's why it's called Retro Bowl. Right, but yeah. like instead of like, uh, it's like the sideline perspective. So they're going side to side. Right, right, and it's and it's rare for us to you know come out and talk about phone games, but I've been having a really good. A really fun time with it. Yeah, I haven't played a good like mobile game in a long time. It's free ninety nine. So if you guys would like to play it, I would oh, definitely suggest it. downloading <laughs> it and at least running through a season. It's it's, it's and fun it's time. not multiplayer. It is not multiplayer. It's uh. just it's just a fun time. Okay. Duly noted. Jamal, any crazy stories or cell phone games that you'd like to share? <laughs> I. My weekend was pretty dry and chill, so I don't have really anything to share. Not this week. Other than your your story that you've been reading. Well, I didn't read this one. I've been reading a different book. Now I have another book to read, which is called For the Wolf. I haven't even started yet, so I don't really know what it's about. Is it a book or is it like a manga? It's a book. Oh, if any of y'all care, New Warzone map. Nope. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Battle Royale, did you guys see that The Rock is in Fortnite? Yeah, because uh, I, I thought that was a joke. Why? Oh, exactly. Know another one. I knew they added Naruto, I think. They added yeah. Naruto. They're adding Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I saw uh, Nick Fury. Sure. Yep. I, who, he was there, too. What is Fortnite? <laughs> What is this game? That game sucks. I had the, I, the so when it when, when it first came out, I played a little bit. Mm-hmm. I didn't get too much into it. Uh, I the best I got was like runner up in a solo game, and I won a couple times with like 
my friends and stuff. And I was like, wow, that was cool. I got like three kills, but we won. Right. And that was when it was just run around, build, you know, the basic building and try to survive. Mm -hmm. Now there's mechs, there's jet skis, there's cars, The Rock, Naruto, Spider-Man, Thanos, uh, fucking... John Wick. John Wick. You could probably play as Jesus Christ. The Mandalorian was that at one point? Probably. Bro, people went from building like... Like two-story structures to building fucking Burj Khalifas every time you shoot at them, and I can't like, like the whole map is basically one giant building that people have built at this point. Once it gets small enough, that game is just navigating through that shit, deconstructing building shit. Yeah, <laughs> no nah, man, that game has really lost the plot, and like I don't know, like just seeing how fast. Uh, the PC players like yeah. are spinning around oh, and yeah, editing yeah. and doing all this building. Like oh the game God. doesn't even look fun. I can't, yeah. like, bro, like, how supposed to keep up? With, like, what if I wanted to join? What if I'm you can't? Right, you cannot join. <laughs> like, you can't just jump in and be like, oh, let me see what Fortnite's about. No, if you haven't been playing for five years and have like the reflexes of a fucking leopard, you're not playing the game. You're not gonna have fun. Like, the, 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 the live events that they've had are pretty cool. Like, Travis Scott performed a concert. Uh, we're not really going to get into that because that's a whole thing. Um, I think Ariana Grande had a concert in there. Well, yeah, her character's in it, too. Did, did Ed Sheeran have one, or was that... No, Ed Sheeran had one in, like, Pokemon Go or something. What? Really? Yeah. I didn't even know that. <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw it, like, on, on Twitter. Like, Twitter just promotes, like, weird ads. And so it was like, yeah, hi, I'm Ed Sheeran and I'm going to have a concert in Pokemon Go. So while you're catching your Nidorinos, you can listen to my music. I'm like, great, dude. Wow. Sick. It is 20 real. years. But Why? It's great. <laughs> okay, so I like the concept of um, artists like collabing with video games to, you know, put shit together. But Ed Sheeran and Pokemon Go, like, where... Where do you? Where's connect? the overlap? Right. I don't. I mean, I don't know the Ed Sheeran fan base. I, I mean, I say, like his music. Wait, but does, like, does Ed Sheeran even play Pokemon? I want to know. I'm, I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. But just like that, that just seems very random to me. Like the Travis Scott Fortnite one made sense because Travis Scott's uh, well, the majority of his fan base is like younger people, and like I don't know his music like. I feel like it fits the Fortnite thing. Ariana Grande, sure, she's like the big, she's the biggest like pop star, pop star in the world right now. Whatever, put her anywhere. But Ed Sheeran, and not that Ed Sheeran isn't a a huge pop star, but like, I don't know. Like with Pokemon Go, is just it just seems like the moment has passed. I'm surprised people are even still playing that game, like to the extent that they were. Back in 2016, when me and fucking Jamal were uh, running by high schools and fucking <laughs> swamps looking for magmars and shit. You know, you know Pokemon has staying power, dog. Of uh, course it does. I mean, I'll admit, I still have Pokemon Go downloaded. Like, I still have it on my phone. And every once in a while, I'll, I'll probably like twice a week, I'll pull it up and be like, oh, let me catch something and see if I can evolve. And then, but I'm not walking around. I'm not walking around for like seven miles trying to like hatch eggs and shit anymore. I think I lost my account. I can't even play that shit anymore. (laughs) I don't do battles. I don't do gyms. I don't do anything. I'm just like, hey, if there's a Pokemon to be caught, 
I'll catch it. I'm catching That's it. just if how it's within ten feet of exactly. Body. <laughs> if I'm laying in bed at fucking eleven thirty at night, I'm just like, oh, let's see, let's see if I can catch a uh, cliff fairy. Like, sure. You haven't gotten the uh, uh, what's it called the remakes yet, right? Diamond and Pearl remakes, either of y'all. No, no, I, I have, Chris, I, ha- yeah. I, I have Diamond, but I haven't really played it. Uh, I started out, and then my um. What's the uh, uh, Infernape like starter? What's the name? Chimchar. Chimchar. My Chimchar was like timid, so then I was like, nope. <laughs> so then I, I restarted, but then I didn't go through the whole thing because it's it's very slow. So I'll probably just start it up again, and then whether it's timid or whatever the case, I'll just play through. I was gonna tell you guys that uh, you're probably going to like it because it's. Not what it seems. It's not as easy as other Pokemon games that have recently come out. I'm going through and recently finding out that it's like like the old game. Like, even with the experience share on, I'm actually, like, going through the game and, like, not having trouble, but, like, actually... Oh, Feeling yeah. Feeling challenged? Exactly. Maybe Feeling just challenged. <laughs> uh, maybe I do. Maybe I'm old. <laughs> And no. that's a possibility. I don't get this game anymore. <laughs> I, I, what does the fairy type do? <laughs> no, I, I still I still don't remember that. I don't. No. I can't. Because fairy's strong against uh, dragon. Yeah. And something else. And poison. something else. Poison, mm-hmm. yeah. Poison. It's no, weak. it's weak against poison. Is it? Oh, it oh, is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Was it strong against steel, or is it weak against steel? I think it's strong. It's weak against steel. It's weak against steel. It's, steel, weak, against steel? Yes. it's weak against a lot of stuff. I think it's weak against fire too. Mm. No, yeah. fire resists it. Uh. I think. I don't know, man. Bring, In any case, bring back the one fifty. That's two. <laughs> That's two. Do you guys really quick? Do you guys hear that? Yeah, that little squeaking like. Yeah, that's the jar. Oh, oh okay. The <laughs> dryer. My dying oh. dryer. I thought you said it was a jar. That's what I heard, too. That's just a jar outside. It's uh, my floating jar. And one of your cats <laughs> definitely just poked out. my foot through the bottom of the jar. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? They, they love to play under the door. That's a cat thing. It is definitely a cat thing. So now... I think we're ready to get into the uh, the bebop. Oh, there's no segue. We're just gonna we're just gonna jump right in. Yeah, I mean it would have yeah. been it would have been too hard. To... Cat. No, I, I was hoping. Uh, no, well, it's an animal, your, uh... a sea rat. There's your segue. <laughs> 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 no, I, was hoping, I was hoping you were gonna connect your your story about the the forty six. I was thinking to I was, the, the old woman in episode four. I was thinking about something. But it didn't connect in time, so now here we are, and uh, we already mentioned it, so. In any case, mother! Three. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, someone lead us into it. We we got into episode four. Yes. Of Cowboy Bebop. Chris, you're our Cowboy Bebop fanatic here. Yeah, you're the master. You gotta gotta (laughs) run us through. It's been so long since we've seen these episodes. Lead us, Maestro. All I know is that this is a weird cult. You have mom and then like her grown-ass men of children. Mm -hmm. So they were actually there at first to capture somebody else. Mom... um, Oh, her name is Twinkle, in quotation marks, Maria Murdoch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she goes by mom. Because uh, her cult 
calls her mom. Her men children. Yes. <laughs> I, I, did anybody else get a sexual vibe from that? Um, I did not. It, it was more, it, to me, it just seemed like definitely very just culty. Um, and then also, uh, like, they got all of their nourishment from her breasts. It wasn't sexual. It was... Like, I don't, I don't literally think that's what it was. But Wait, are you making that up, or did I miss that? I, I, <laughs> right. might, I might not be making it up. I don't right. know. I was say, that. whoa, when was this? <laughs> but, like, that's kind of what it seemed like. Like, oh, we need breast milk. Mm-hmm. Let's join this cult. Like, sure. Because who knows what's going on in this universe? <laughs> Everything is happening in this universe. So they, they are an extreme group who is against the mistreatment of animals. Uh, they're right? space PETA. They, they are space <laughs> PETA. Exactly. That's exactly what we're yeah, calling they them. Are. Space PETA. Did you guys actually see the the um the skin suits that PETA is uh, that PETA oh, has the, the parody side of? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They're they're quote unquote selling skin human skin suits. Oh hold on, if you guys haven't seen these, these it's are so really great. Funny. You guys have to see it just for prosperity. While Wolf is pulling that up, we'll talk more about uh, space PETA. So they're sitting at the restaurant, right? And I think somebody ordered like a, a sea rat. Yep saute because or something that's um that's the hot thing out there right now is to go to these um you know underground quote-unquote underground space restaurants and right. find these endangered species and eat them right so sp- these sea rats are endangered she doesn't like that the dude ordered the sea rat and then he was also hooting and hollering at the table about the sea rat Right about where's my sea rat? Da, da 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 da. Mom gets up. She's like, "Yeah, we don't like that you ordered that, and in fact, uh, we're not about that. Goons, go handle him." And uh, they shot up the whole goddamn restaurant. Oh yeah, <laughs> they literally killed everyone except for Jet. It's like Shocker. everybody was dead. That's such an ugly name for an animal. A, a sea, sea rat. rat. Yeah, I'm like, why would you want to eat something with the name of a sea rat? I mean, can, bro, we eat worse shit in real life. Like, can we eat man, shrimp. Can, shrimp. Can, shrimp is basically sea roach. Yes. yes. It's not called a sea roach, though. But it is. <laughs> well, so, I think, is it crabs or lobsters that, maybe it's both, that are... Just bottom feeders. They just feed on whatever, ha- like they whatever are. falls to the fucking ocean floor. Yeah, that's what I'm yep. saying. And we we cook that shit up and eat it. Yep. yep. Damn right we do. And it's and we're in Maryland, so blue crabs, baby. Exactly. Those are delicious. Maryland crabs. Maryland Maryland sea rats. <laughs> <laughs> so, while this is all going on, uh, Spike notices. That uh, oh, mom has uh, a record, right? And there's a bounty on her as worth more than the person that they were even there to go and capture, right? So then they go and grab mom up, uh, and say, "Hey, yeah, you're coming with us." the The boys have to leave her because the cops are on their way, and then um, on on the ship they soon find out that mom. Uh, it, mom's boys were making a play with the with the government mm-hmm. of 
the planet that they were trying to save the sea rats on. Uh, and they were like, hey, if you don't do what we say, we're going to release uh, this this bio agent that only affects monkeys and humans. And yeah, you have basically now and to give mom back. You <laughs> have until now. <laughs> well, because they were, they, were, they were conducting experiments and stuff like with humans, right? Turning I think it was turning monkeys. humans into monkeys. Into monkeys, yep. yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> so, uh, this bio agent affects only the 2% gene that is both a part of the gene, the monkeys and uh, us, right? Mm. Um, and it changes us into monkeys. That's that's what the that's what the gist of it was. Yeah, leaving all other animals and plants unharmed. Mm-hmm. While all this is going on, Faye is lost in space, and uh, she she has run out of fuel because. It's it's just what Faye does. She's she's flying by the wing of her her pants, right? And she she was still flying around in that uh the ship that she stole from Spike and Jet, right? She was. Yeah. <laughs> it has enough to get run out of fuel by like what Saturn it looked like. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because I think uh, Ganymede was like, I think it's a Saturn moon or something like that, or a Jupiter moon or something. Mm-hmm. So we go to the planet. They're negotiating. With Space Peter, then they're saying, "Hey, uh, you know, we saved the sa- we or we negotiated that we would help the space rats." Blah 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 blah. blah. Chill out. Don't send this vi- this virus that's gonna turn monk monk everybody into monkeys down here. Then, after that, they uh, they they called off the bounty on Mom and told Spike and Jet that they had to give Mom back. So then. They go and exchange mom, right, uh, with Space Peter. Well, because uh, uh, what's his name? Spike was talking, or no, Jet was talking to someone from uh, like his friend that works in the government or something like that. Like a police officer. Yeah, police officer police type, officer. yeah. <clears throat> and the dude was basically saying like there are no actual like charges brought against this woman. Um, I guess because like the way they they've conducted themselves, like it's. I guess all according to law mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. And so like they're telling Spike and Jet, yeah, you have to release her. And oh, then, I thought it was like an inside thing where like they cleared her charges because they knew she had like some dangerous shit on her. Maybe <clears throat> maybe eh. both. I th- I thought that was the case, but I wasn't really I wasn't really they, sure about it. They told them like, "Hey, if you don't do this, like we're going to release this agent into the in, onto the planet and right. Then, Right. You guys are all going to be turning into monkeys, essentially. And it was like, okay, you know what? So they gave into the blackmail? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's what it was. And then they took away her bounty. And then immediately after that, she was like, hey, I don't give a fuck about... <laughs> I don't give a fuck about what you guys said. You didn't do exactly what I said. I, because I think her demands were that uh, they permanently make it, like, you know, an illegal endangered species and yeah. illegal. Uh, but they, like prohibited it or something yeah, like that it, it, there was a pro like there was a meeting there was a board meeting or yeah. something like that and uh the government official was like well we're working on it and she was like well no that's not what we agreed upon <laughs> uh so we're just gonna do it anyways and uh I'm, I'm gonna do a demonstration to show you guys exactly what i can do so mom pushes the button pushes the big red button right she she shoots off three fucking big ass missile heads 
and we're off. They're, they get shot through um, a hyperspace tunnel, right? Uh, and that's where we get Jet, uh, or not Jet, I'm sorry, Spike flying through and trying to, to stop it because they were like, hey, uh, if you stop her, we'll, we'll, the bounty's back on, but you have to stop her and you have to stop the missiles. Please go now. <laughs> so then Jet flies off. What did you guys think about this scene? I thought that, that this is the coolest scene. It was amazing. Episode. I thought it was cool because I think the concept was that she sent it through the hyperspace gates, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So he had to like, clo- they had to like close the gate mm-hmm. so that the, I guess. Well, so be- before they closed the gate though, like they annihilated one of the missile heads. Mm-hmm. Right. And so they're like, oh, perfect. Like now we're safe. But then one is still coming, and then it disperses into, like, a hundred different little missile heads. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, it's not that simple. So then that's when they that's when they had to, re- they realized, oh, we have to close the, the, the gate to um, the hyperspace. Uh, and I like how, like, the physics in this show, I guess, are explained. Mm-hmm. Because even after they closed the gate, you could still see the missiles, but they're kind of, like, transparent. Mm-hmm. And I think Jet was the one who explained, like, oh, they're not on this plane anymore, so they can't, like... Like, we'll never be able to interact with them again, even though you can see them yeah. right. type shit, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, the whole way they go about this this space logic shit, it, it's so random, but it makes sense. Right. I'm just hoping there's no, like, time travel or anything like that to really, like, super confuse us, but... I mean, I like I like this episode. Um, it wasn't my favorite, but but I think it, it did a good job in in helping set up like what is to come later, especially when it comes to hyperspace. Mm-hmm. Like seeing that the missiles were transparent and they were you could still visually see them, but they little they had no physical impact on the uh, current plane of reality that they were uh, that they, that they were on. Um, so like later on, <clears throat> I can safely assume that there will be some sort of time travel or like. Some sort of travel used that way, right? Um, where like, oh, the hyperspace portal opened up on this side of the planet instead of going through the planet, something like that. Um, so it was kind of like again, it not not necessarily a filler, but kind of just like helping set up the space rules, like this universe's rules of how things work. And now that we've ran through a few episodes, I wanted to ask you guys, like, on a scale of one to ten, how we felt about each like episodic villain. Mm-hmm. So like if we start off with uh episode one, home homeboy and his uh his girl, how how do you guys rank those two villains like together? Scale I'd say that there's they're still probably my favorite in terms like between episodes one one and four. Uh we're gonna talk about five and six coming up pretty soon, but like if we're only talking one through four, I think they're still up there and like the No best. but give me a number. <clears throat> like out of four. No, boy, I said out of 10. Out of Scale 10. of 1 to 10. Like, how do you rank those villains? Are we talking about a rank, or are we talking about just, oh like, God. Uh, grades? A grade, sure. Okay. Sorry. Rank yeah. is different than grade. Fuck. Uh, I'd give... I what, what was his name in the first episode? The Red Eye? I know, like, his name was the Red Eye Coyote. Um, His actual name... He, like, started something with, like, an A or something. Yeah, it was A or an I. Uh, some sort of vowel. I don't remember. I'm not going to get it. Either way, i probably put him at, like, a like a 7.5, almost an 8. Um, Asimov. Yeah, Asimov. I would say Asimov. Yeah, yeah I, would, I would give him, like, 
A six. Six, yeah. I think that's a good grade, a six. Because I, like, the thing is, like I said, we, or me personally, feeling like he was going to be, like, the main villain of the show and then finding out he dies at the end of the episode. Yeah. He and his girl. Um, like, they came out strong, but failed miserably. So I would give him a six. Uh, who was the episode two villain? Uh, the tall dude with the dog. The tall dude with the dog. Abdul. 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 Oh, yeah. I'm giving him a four. He sucked. Yeah. (laughs) I thought he was going to be way more funny, but I think he just helped drive the plot. He didn't really... Yeah, he drove the plot. He didn't, like... Like, Spike was never... He never felt like he was in danger. Right. Um, And then episode three. Episode three was the uh, the casino then, boss. Yeah, so yeah. Faye so Faye was essentially oh the casino boss, and then the the fight out yeah. in space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Faye was the driving plot, and right. she was the, essentially the villain of the episode. But turn turn to to friend foe turned friend. I would give that one like an eight. What, yeah, what? I would give that villain an eight. Yeah, I guess the whole the whole villain, casino syndicate really... or whatever. Yeah, he was like a good villain. I'd, I don't. I'd, I'd, I'd rank him below Azimov. I'd, I'd probably put him at like a like a six. Why? Just because like he wasn't. Boy, from what I remember throughout the entirety of the episode, because Faye was more so the like the and not necessarily villain but antagonist of the episode. Mm-hmm. Like she played more of a role, and then he was just like, uh, "Well, let's just kill this guy," and then that's pretty much what it was. Um, like in terms of a villain sense, like yeah, his his uh, goal was very villainous, but um, wasn't really. I didn't I didn't look at him the same way I looked at Asimov. Like oh, this guy's gonna be the big bad. I thought he was just like oh, this is just a one episode. Like you could tell. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, I can see that. So I put him at more. He was definitely better than Ab- Abdul. And also, they all got killed, right? Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> Jesus. Exactly. Uh, obviously not Faye, but. Um, and then Mom from episode four. I don't like her. Probably great her. Well, just, like her me- her methods were de- definitely more like well thought out and strategic than the other ones. Um, and also she like implemented her strategy to send the shit the the agent um, to these planets to turn all these all the people into into uh, you know apes or whatever. Right. Like she had a she had a very sinister plan. But the real question is. Let's say she corners you in a bathroom. Are you? <laughs> are and and like suck my tit, or you're gonna turn into a monkey? And her her sons are at the bar watching. Are you gonna you gonna take it or? Uh, no? I mean, well, after watching the episode, whether I do it or not, it seems like she's gonna turn me into a monkey, regardless. So I'll probably fight and so run. Well, like, say you if you're not a good boy. <laughs> You're not a good boy, Adam. She yeah. will turn you like, into I'm a not, I, Yeah, I'm not a cultist, so... <laughs> yeah, Mom definitely delivered more out of the other three in the first four episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I pro- I, so I'll so i lower Asimov uh, and his girl, even though, like, the emotion was very high towards the end. It was like, wow, that was, that was a great opener. I'd probably lower them to, like, a six, six and a half, raise Mom to, like, a, back to that seven and a half mark. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, like, she almost succeeded, and she double-crossed, like, everyone, even the, the government or space government or whatever the, the 
agency is. Yeah, she's going to have no real loyalty except to herself. Exactly. So, so far, out of those four episodes, I think that she was the most successful um, and most villainous. I have to agree with you. She right. she was very storybook villainous. Yes. So, I would uh, I would have to agree. Well, none, none of the villains feel were... Better? Lisa, I think Mom definitely delivered the most. Asimov had the best presentation mm-hmm. or delivery, I guess, when he started out. Yes. The casino boss definitely had, like, the best demeanor of a villain. Yeah. And then Abdul is just the worst one. I'm like, yeah, he just drove the plot, so I haven't really yeah. nothing to say about him. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Okay. I, li- I like that synopsis, Jamal. But we finally got a real villain in episode five. Yeah, we did. With a name to match, too. <laughs> Indeed. Had the whole backstory, everything. Right. Yeah, so this is the first... So episode five is the first episode where we actually start to get some, like, backstory of Spike. And it was also the first time we really saw him in, in any, like, serious danger where he wasn't just kind of smugly walking through and kind of joking around with people. Well, I mean, not that he jokes around, but, like... He, you know, he smiles through the episode and, like, he never feels, it, it never seems like he's taking the villain so seriously mm-hmm. that they're, like, a like a threat. This time, this time he actually had, like, some damage done to him. I'll describe it as the other episodes. Like, yeah, he'll complain, but it's more like first world problems. Well, in this one, it was more like, yeah, third world problems. Like, all right, shit's, like, actually serious. Like, there's no time for joking around or, like, just... Like, your life is in danger yeah, kind of thing. exactly. But, yeah, like, he sees, like, well, we start the freaking episode with freaking Vicious just coming in, as Wolpe calls him, fake Sephiroth. And then, I guess there's, like, a whole, like, mafia meeting or something. Yes. But then he comes in, basically says, like, nah, like, fuck that shit. And then this murders everybody. Yep. Which I thought was insane. Yeah. You know that... What's up with, like, villains or the shows that we watch? There's always got to be, like, some kind of bird thing involved. Even Vicious had, like, a bird thing or whatever that shit was. There's always birds, man. Did he have a bird? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, he did. I'm telling you, man. And he had a sword, too. Yep. (laughs) And also... Everything comes back to Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) The name of the episode was Ballad of Fallen Angels, which is why I thought, oh, my God, Sephiroth. Like, Like, the connections were too... When did Final Fantasy VII come out? 97. Okay, but this show's from 96. Yeah. Bro, they stole the idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I swear. We'll, we'll oh my God, Sephiroth you... is fake vicious. <laughs> wow. I swear, Wolpe, if you go back and you watch every episode of this, uh, you can see stuff. From other shit, and I'm like, oh my god, people watched Cowboy Bebop. There's no way because like every episode of Self Contained and in, in the plots can be used as like their own fucking yeah, plots. Yeah, like they, they'll take one plot from a show and just turn it into an entire game, mm-hmm. turn it into an entire series, into no, an entire honestly. movie. It's great. So, in any case, oh wait, that's in the more. meantime, have any of you guys? Uh, watched like the live action Cowboy Bebop. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. I figured that we'd all save that for the end and then do a uh... compare and contrast. Mm-hmm. Well, I went ahead and uh, <laughs> scouted out that first episode for you guys. 
Um, I didn't think it was gonna uh, follow like the actual storyline, but it did, and I, I'll get into it after we're done with uh, five and six. But I've got I've got some thoughts on it, and I think I think you guys will enjoy it. Okay. So are we uh, ready to talk about fake stuff? Fake Sephiroth himself. No, 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 no. He's original vicious. He's, a, he's original vicious. Sephiroth is fake vicious. Wow. Damn. I'm, I'm wondering We're if there's Sephiroth some like, actual connection. I'm about to look at it. So, Jamal, Adam, what are you guys' thoughts on Vicious? So you first saw him. Like, so we've seen this kind of like uh, this trope before where <clears throat> a villain in an episode or for an arc is like a, a former ally of the, the protagonist or like someone who like knows them personally and they've come back for revenge because, you know, they're a mission gone wrong or something like that. And like those usually make for the best villains. Exactly. And like, even though it's a trope that's done again and again in certain shows and animes and not even like video games and stuff like Sephiroth was that like Sephiroth was clouds ally once upon a time. And then he discovered how powerful he was. He was Genova's kid and blah, blah, blah. Um, but like with that being said, it's still a great plot device to like develop both the protagonist and then also set up for what villains can be in this universe. Um, and so before I actually, before we started watching um, the anime, I saw a side-by-side -side, uh, on like Twitter or something like that, because Twitter just spoils fucking everything all the time. Yes. I saw a side-by-side -side of the live-action uh, Cowboy Bebop with Vicious and, and, uh, and uh, Spike in the church, where like it goes shot for shot with the show, where there's a gun and then there's a blade, and they both get like... Uh, I, I think Spike shoots Vicious in the shoulder and Vicious stabs Spike in the chest or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I saw the side by side and I was like, that's dope as shit. Like, I know that like going into it, into the live, uh, live action version, we've all had our, uh, we're all, we're all going to have our biases towards the anime just because this is the first thing that we're watching. And a lot of reservations. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But at the same time, like the loyalty for the, some of the shots that they're going like literally shot for shot for, I was like, that's fucking cool. That's, that's fucking awesome. And of course the tweet had like several, like, you know, thousands of likes, etc. Um, but with that in the back of my mind, I was like, I can't wait to see that shot in the show. Like I've seen it in the small clip, but like seeing what happens before and after, um, just like the, the reservations that we already have going into this episode, I was pretty excited. And like I said, I already texted you guys at fucking like three o'clock in the morning when I was watching all three of these episodes, four, five, and six. Once I got to, once I finished episode five, we're not talking about the end yet, but once I finished it, I was like, dude, holy shit. Like, yeah. that was one of the greatest fucking anime episodes that I've seen ever. It was definitely a step up, but, like... Because the, the previous show, four were good. Yeah, they were good, but this, episode five was the one where I was like, yeah, this is what I, you know... You're, you're turning the corner. Yes, yeah, so we're turning the, yeah, we're turning the corner into, like, a more serious, like, I can see him coming back. Like, he's not so, a one-shot villain at all. It got no. so fucking serious. Mm -hmm. So, first of all, I love that we get to see more of Faye's klutzness, like how she just uh, fell into enemy hands in at the opera. Why and the are they whole keeping fucking her around? opera fucking scene Why is... are they keeping her around? She's a waste. Uh, She's a waste of time. All she does is eat their food, uh, get lost... 
get captured. Like, she's just a huge inconvenience. She hasn't really saved anybody yet. Well, so I think it's partially, like, Spike's, Spike sees, like, maybe, I don't know whether it's potential or it's, like, he sees a reason to keep her around just so he has something to do. But one to do. Or someone to do. Uh, I th- obviously I still think it's going to be like a, a like a love interest type of thing, um, so maybe it's as simple as that. But then also like there's also you know if we want to dive deeper into it behind behind the scenes meanings, like there's they, he sees potential in her and that she's she's going to end up being a very vital character because of the skills that she has. Because he's seen in episode four, she was also in the hyperspace tunnel. Uh, trying to help uh, destroy the missiles and stuff, and that's why she became part of the team. Is like she added to the team in that she, moment. She kind of just joined the team, like of course. It, it's like she she showed up in the house and just never left, kind of thing. Right, overstayed her welcome. <laughs> yeah, and that was like the whole thing. Like you could tell, like oh, this is this isn't going to be a one off thing. Uh, plus, in the intro, you can see Spike, Jet, Faye, and then the the kid that is soon to come. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I, the redheaded kid, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know her name, but that's you know because we're we're going to this fresh other than Chris. Um, so the fact that she, never mind, just keep up. I'll, I mean, I'll take I'll take it. Okay, okay. <laughs> but I mean, I think I, I think what they're what they're doing is that Spike sees a little bit more than just like oh she's just a damsel in distress. Like so far, yeah, she's a klutz. Like she's just falling into the hands of, of vicious, as Chris said, but. You know, I think Spike likes that because now it's not just him and Jet who are just two dudes just riding around in space. Like, now there's a chick. Like, oh, there's a chick. Cool. Like, like it's another personality but, to have around to break the monotony. In but, that whoa, case, you yeah. You don't appreciate her, like, her vigor. Like, she, she went out on her own just because of the bounty number. She was like, oh, y'all are about to go get the bounty. I'm about to go get the bounty. Then what the hell? Right, but... <sighs> I think that's what Spike likes. Is her uh I, I like her the character. Ambition. I yeah. like the character. Like I'm just trying to be like uh what's the word? Um Devil's advocate. Yeah, like like go away. <laughs> She's it I'm getting like Sakura vibes from her. Like useless vibes up until, you know, five hundred episodes in where she finally punches somebody in the face. But or can did. heal people. Yeah. Like, you know. But she did her job though, and she she survived to this point. She's doing her thing. She survived so far. (laughs) I just, I really like the Phantom of the Opera vibes that we get in the Opera House. Like that shit is so cool. Oh yeah, they stepped away from like the jazz for Mm -hmm. for an episode, and the op. How do you say it? Operatic. Mm. Operatic music just made it. It made it a lot more epic. Yeah, and, and it fit and it fit vicious a lot better. Yes, very much. Like very just uh like uh like grim and moody mm-hmm. instead of just like hi here's a trumpet. Like there there is a serious like case study to be made about the sound direction of this show. It's fantastic. It's really good. It's really really good. So as we said, Faye was essentially the plot point. Uh, she got captured. Uh, Spike was going after Vicious regardless, as we yeah. talked about. Uh, Jet was firmly against this, as we also talked about, but he goes after her anyway, um, and goes after Vicious anyway. Immediately, we get into the fucking Castlevania castle, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my god, I That's love that fucking- It reminds me of Castlevania, yeah. yes. It's so great. 
So we 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 get to the cathedral. Um, it's this old, worn down, fucking abandoned. Uh, exactly the the most abandoned cathedral that you've ever seen. Uh, it's got the the window panes in it. I I I love the whole aesthetic of it. It's so gothy. It's it's great, and it adds to to Vicious's whole fucking his whole thing. When we enter the the room, uh, you know, Vicious comes out. He's talking with Spike. He's like, "Yeah, uh, you know, I don't know why you came back. Da 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 da. da. You you feel like you you you're." Uh, you were dead for a reason because, you know, we find out at this point that Spike was a part of the gang at at some point. Uh, we kind of had the inclination. Yeah, we kind of had the inclination before, but now it's confirmed. Spike was a part of the gang. Uh, and then he's like, you know, I left for a reason, essentially. Um, and I'm immediately... Trying to, I'm trying to seek through the episode just so you remember. Immediately... We get to clapping because <laughs> old, old boy in the cor- corner is holding Faye and he's like, hey, I got Faye over here. So what's the play, Spike? <laughs> yeah, you thought you were big, big, tough, but I got Faye. So what are you going to? And then like he doesn't have <laughs> fucking perfect aim. <laughs> Spike, perfect aim, shot him through the through the head. Faye was shocked. Uh <laughs> I don't know if she was more shocked by the fact that his aim was so good or the fact that he was willing to shoot uh, old boy while he, she was so close. But it's it, right it was great. Right in his fucking chin. <laughs> yep. And then just blasting. Just a shootout. And immediately it's a shootout. So if you guys didn't know that Spike was about that action before, oh, this is now when you know he's that he's about everybody. that action. And of course, Faye's just breasts. Yeah, are, like, you know, I'm oh, yeah, a, a lot of jiggle, a lot of jiggle physics there. Like, doing the added lines to show that they're there is cool, but then when she turns and says, oh, no, but then her tits jiggle for, like, 17 frames. <laughs> it's like, oh, right, Japan. No, we, we love the fan service, right? We said that, like, the first episode of this podcast. <laughs> we, did, we, we did back in 96, and we still do now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Faye was one of my first boners, but uh, mine yeah. was like Trish Stratus. Like I clearly remember. <laughs> you vividly remember? Vividly, was- yeah. <laughs> like back in like 2000, I was like oh, six years old, and I'm like, "What's happening?" This is super off topic, but it, yeah, it's J Lo for me. <laughs> in any case, now we got yeah. we got our action in right. Um, Spike is shooting everyone in the building. So Spike's already shot at this point, right? Like uh, he already no, caught a bullet. No, he, there, he yes. caught a bullet during the during the fight between all of the guys right. in the gang. That, right, exactly. And then immediately after that, um, he he shot. He it's just him and Vicious left. Yep. He gets up to the top of like uh, an awning, and then they're they're looking at each other in the face, right? Well, because Spike's on the ground, and then Vicious is over top of the sword. Mm-hmm. And this is the shot that was recreated in the live action. Exactly. Uh, well, the clip that I saw. And they're in front of the, the painted glass. Um, and this just, seems to be like a very like famous like Like scene. this is an iconic scene for this the show. This is it. This is the, this is the scene. Dude, Vicious just grabs this motherfucker's face. Mm-hmm. 
and throws him and launches him out of the window. Straight through the straight through the stage. Right. Like does Vicious have like some sort of like uh not the red eye coyote uh agent, but like he's gotta have something enhancing himself, right? I, no, I think he just, just he just looks he's just crazy. He's just like, a fucking beast. Like, bro, he looks like fucking like... He looks insane. He might be a Orochimaru, but like mixed with Kakashi or whatever. Like, apparently, my that. understanding of him is that he and Spike were like the main lieutenants coming up at the same time. Yeah. And the, the flashbacks that Spike is having during the scene is when they got called on some big-ass mission... And Spike got shot up during the mission, obviously, right. and yeah, it all went wrong. He was it like a he decided to step away, or he yeah, had like a yeah. moral awakening. Or yeah. I think he was just dead. Like when once like people thought he was dead, he like all right, well, I guess I could stay out. And yeah, like start a new life. And, like I don't have he to faded do with this into anymore. the shadows. Exactly. Understood. Like yeah. Machiavelli style. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. is the first time we see Spike really in any type of like. Serious. Like he's thinking about he's about to die. Like, yep. He's falling from the fucking top level of this cathedral. So the flashbacks with well, the blonde really, woman, right? Well, so he, I don't know if you guys remember, but he tossed a grenade in behind Vicious when Vicious tossed him out the window. Yep. Yes, I did the see slide, that. The Amazing. sleight of hand again. Exactly. And that's what, well, quote unquote, killed Vicious, but we don't know for sure. Um, and then, so then that's when he's falling out having a little flashbacks. Um, and so now. And of course, all you need in anime to heal from your entire body getting just mutilated is bandages. Yeah, just full body bandages in a bed. It'd be good in two weeks. <laughs> some ibuprofen. Yeah, just take some rest. <laughs> and that's all you need. And then, oh, and then speaking of, I guess that's how we figure out, maybe we see a hint, a little bit of a love interest. Because, mm. you know, when Spike has that flashback of the blonde woman singing or humming... Then we go back into the present and we see Faye humming also. Taking care of Spike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, but then you said, uh, oh, you're, you're like off key. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he pulls down his bandages and is like, you're no, singing off key. You pull it down, he can't. He's to like, come closer. Oh, right, right. He, like, tell, he tells Faye to pull it down. Closer. You suck. <laughs> oh, but yeah. I, I like their dynamics. I, and I think that's part of the reason why, like, she's still around is like Spike does too. Like, it adds more uh, diversity to the to the crew instead of just him and him and Jet just agreeing with each other all the time. What was the word that Chris used? You called her feisty or something? Vigor. Vi- she's vigorous. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're like the same person. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, I can see. Very that. stubborn, mm-hmm. hard headed. Mm-hmm. So as far as she's Vicious just, is grading, I'm, I'm giving him not, a ten. I'm she's just not as lucky yeah, as Spike. <laughs> you said she's, she's not what? She's not as lucky as Spike, but she has luck. Clearly, she's just not as lucky yeah, as she Spike. She survives. She just doesn't yeah. finesse any situation. She right. she finesses herself out of situation, mm-hmm. but she doesn't finesse the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the fact that she even gets into them, like Spike. It. We've had times where Spike looks like he gets caught up, but is in control the whole time. Yeah, like, that's just part of his plan. Exactly. But here, he he, he took some L's, and he was hurt. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So then, episode six, we get introduced to this Andy Milanakis villain. <laughs> I like this villain. When, um, can you, was, chill, uh, you better put some respect on his name, because he was Andy tough, Andy Milanakis? When was tough. Don't play with him. What's his name? When, Excuse me. My God. W-E-N, when... 
Oh, when? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so um, like, so we we have a whole story about him, but we enter with when at before we know that he's gonna be our villain of this 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 yeah. episode. He's um doing his his performance. He's a, uh, a harmonica, harmonica player. Yeah, he's a harmonica player, and uh, we're just at this bar, and. They were looking for someone else. Uh, they were looking for for another bounty, as usual. Uh, uh, the zebra? Yeah, they were looking for zebra. And that's when Jet saw Fatty. Mm-hmm. And Fatty is also a bounty hunter. Right. But, uh, oh, like old and, friend, right? Yeah, old yeah. friend. And uh, Fatty was also looking for zebra. Yeah. So, the, so everything's coming into play, right? Um, we then find out that... Or, then Spike sees zebra leave. Um, and Spike follows Zebra to wherever he's going. Zebra is going to meet up with Wynn and Draft. Draft is Draft is the guy in the wheelchair. Right? Is the guy yes. in the wheelchair? Yes, he is. So Draft and Wynn are at this hotel room, and Zebra comes in and he's like, "Give me the thing! I want you to give me the thing!" We get shot again. Uh, and he but you, shot, don't, you don't know who shoots him. You yeah, think we that don't giraffe know. shoots him. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know what happened, but um, he gets shot through the window, right? And somehow Spike is able to save him. Yes, but Spike come was on his way because he was tailing him anyway. So he's on his way, and as usual, he gets a little bit of luck. He's as dude falling out the window. He catches him. With catches him on the ship. On the ship. Another thing I'm wondering, bro, like. Are there no like traffic laws for flying nope. vehicles? It doesn't as seem like to, it. And also, like every time Spike is like doing something, I I feel like the cops are gonna like arrest him. But it's like literally he has free reign to do whatever. Well, I think it's, it's partially the wild, wild west. Yes, wolf. it's like yeah. no. But there's even times where like cops will show up, and I'm thinking, oh shit, Spike's about to get in trouble. And then this the next scene, he's back at his. Well, uh, right. I think, I think it's because like there's a there's a mutual agreement between like the police and, and, bounty, and bounty hunters. hunters. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, Spike's been around the block. Like people know who he is. It's mm-hmm. like it, he's not just an up and comer. Like, but on every planet, I mean, they they get around. Mm-hmm. Like I think that it's it's uh, one. It is the wild wild west in terms of space. But then also mm-hmm. like. Uh, we can see that the police are not the most morally, you know, righteous people. Like they're nor are well. they the most. Uh, what's the word? Competent. Exactly. Exactly. Oh so boy, was doing what while he was talking to Jet? <laughs> what was he? Do doing? you remember? Who? Which boy? Uh, the the cop in the last episode. Oh, what was he doing? He was he was watch, he was looking at porn. Oh, in episode four? In episode four, yeah. Four. Oh, I don't even remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that point. I think I, yeah, I do remember that shit. <laughs> he's like, he's like flipping through point as he's talking to Jet. And oh, then, yeah, yeah, And then yeah. only when Jet's like, look, give it to me fucking straight. Then he's like, all right. Then he looks up and his point right. finally. <laughs> exactly. So, so there you go. I think it, it... That's the police. It's a little intricacies <laughs> that you got to catch on. Uh, so, yeah, the police so. are fucking useless. Right, pretty much. Sounds about right. Um, <laughs> accurate. So then he brings a he he brings zebra up to the top of the building, like across from the one where he fell out of, or something mm-hmm. like n- nearby, like not too far. Yep. Um, and then what did didn't zebra give him something like while like before he died? It was a ring. The ring. He mm-hmm. gave him a ring with some type of uh, I think it was like a jewel or something. We'll we'll, we'll talk. It, it was some type of jewel, but I guess he he spent 
a good amount of the episode trying to figure out what it because, actually was. Yeah, because he died immediately when he gave him the ring. So it was Oh, he like, couldn't even explain. He was like... And <laughs> Spike got the nerve to say, Wait! Right, as wait, he takes don't his dying die. breath. <laughs> it was like... <sighs> like uh, of course. I did what I had to do. Right. Yeah. I can die now. <laughs> I've made you question your entire life. I'm locked <sighs> And then... The important thing was that he told him that... Um, oh, he needed to help him. Him. And then he didn't refer to who. And then he said, don't be fooled by his looks. That's what he said specifically. And then he dies. And then the police show up, yeah. Police show up after that. So, we move on to the next scene. We, we're back on the on the bebop. Um, oh, that's what the ship is called. Ah, bebop. Is that in episode... Three. Why did I? How did I miss that? I kept wondering, like, where does Bebop come into this show? Yeah, that's the cowboys. ship, boys. I mean, well, I mean, yeah, the I cowboy, guess cowboys, and right? Then the ship is the Bebop. So we're back on the Bebop. He he's talking about the the situation. He's talking about how we got the ring. Uh, trying to figure out what what the ring is, and then um, after that, uh, he's like, okay, I'm gonna go confront zebra and just talk to him about it because obviously that's the best course of action is just talk, talk to no the not guy. zebra because zebra's dead right? um uh, draft yeah, yeah he's gonna go talk to draft about it uh i thought giraffe was the other and zebra was the other one no zebra Zebra's is the, the guy zebra was dead. the dark-skinned guy who got uh, uh who got shot out the window yeah mm-hmm. okay giraffe is the guy who was the in wheelchair. the wheelchair mm-hmm. uh, okay and Ugh, I'm trying to find. <laughs> so, we We get into the next scene. Okay, wait. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Okay, so Jet and Spike talk about selling the ring. Uh, Faye tries to get herself a piece of the action. Spike says, "Fuck you." Uh, oh, and Jet gave her <laughs> Jet gave her an invoice. Yep. For yeah. all the oh, shit. shit. Oh, that part was funny. He was like, uh, "Yeah, I got something. I got a gift for you." In fact, and then he was like, "Yeah, you owe us for all the the freeloading you've been doing while you've been on the ship. All this gas you're making us waste. <laughs> all this food that you're eating. Like we are also broke. I, I clearly. Guys, so why are you? <laughs> I hope you guys just noticed that she stole the dog food at the beginning of the episode. She <laughs> ate the fucking yeah. dog food and, and was. She told the dog to get his own shit. <laughs> like fuck you. Said only workers get to eat around here. Yeah, something like, oh, I'm dainty and blah 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 blah. I need food. Oh, yeah, so just I that must it. be some good tasting dog food because she didn't even like make a face. She just housed it. Right. Mm. I'm wrong. What is that, Jamal? Giraffe is the one who died. Z- zebra is the one in the yeah, wheelchair. Oh, okay. Wrong. We're so wrong. Oh, okay. mm. The important thing is that we know who win yeah. is. Yeah, God yeah, damn yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you should know this. This is your show, Chris. Anyways. Moving on. Then we go back. That's five, by the way. He said, no, nah, he said anyways. I thought he, I think, I thought, didn't you not say in any case, anyways? No, he said no, anyways. He like, something. Anyways. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no ding, no ding. 
Are you actually adding the dings when he says it? No, because I don't have any sound effect dings. You oh. should. You should well, just get a real... I'll, 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 I'll get you some sound you effects. Wanna, you want to give us the fast forward of this conversation? Um, blah, 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 blah. Correct. Um, what are we trying to get? The fast forward of when... We Let's meet, just go... So, so Spike goes to the yeah, warehouse. Or when we meet Zebra. And when? When and the... When we initially meet Zebra and when. Uh-huh. And he's going to meet them. Spike. Spike is. Yes, yes. Okay, so it says, Jet goes to lunch with River to get some information. Mm -hmm. He was also trying to catch Giraffe. Fatty explains that Giraffe and Zebra were the leaders of the self-defense volunteer squad, and Wen is supposedly Zebra's son. There we go. But then... Okay, so Fatty River explained, 10 years ago they had a confrontation with some space raiders, a land dispute... It all came down to some R&D facility near Mars. A few days later, the raiders are wiped out. Zebra's missing. Giraffe is found blindfolded in a silo. They say Zebra double-crossed him so he could run the squad solo. Later, Zebra turns up in a wheelchair with the kid. Guess it didn't turn out the way he planned. So So then... Okay, Jet and Faye find when in that newspaper yep. from 30 years ago, and they see that he looks the same, the and same. they're like, what the fuck? It, it, he, he hasn't aged at all. Mm-hmm. And then this is where we get into uh, our what's really going on in this episode. So then that's when Spike starts uh, trying to chase uh, Wen and Zebra through the, the little club. Yep. And then, um, then that's when we get to the warehouse. Yes. So then so, uh, Zebra and Winter are at the top of the stairs. Spike walks in, um, and he has a sense that something's off, but he's just like, eh, it's just a kid and some old guy in a wheelchair. This shouldn't be that bad. Um, but then, uh, so then Wen pulls out a gun, um, and he's like... <laughs> You're not after who you think you're after. You're actually after me. I'm the bad guy. And he's like, I'm not a kid. I'm also not a child. I'm like 40. And then Spike's like, what? And did he actually hit him when he typical, shot him or did he just shoot at him? He, typical I think he got him in the shoulder. Yeah. No, he, he grazed him. I'm pretty sure. Grazed him. Oh, okay. But it wasn't like a kill shot. Mm-mm. And but, here I was thinking that kid had like skills and shit but uh once uh i remember spike like rolled away and he ends up chasing him and i think he shot he shot when in his forehead yep. but then when he uh got to like the spot where he was you just see this big ass uh splatter of blood yeah but when's gone yep. and i'm like what the fuck because, first of all, I was like, damn, bro, he really just shot that kid. Like, even though he said that he's not a kid, yeah. I'm still seeing, like, oh, my God, he literally just shot that kid in his fucking head. He shot the child. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're not even supposed to depict child violence on television. That was mean. <laughs> it was mean. I was like, I'm like, all right. I thought he would have died. I'm like, okay, well, he said, because then we find out, or I guess he said that he doesn't age. I'm like, well, I guess you can still die. Right, like, you I, should still be able to get killed. Right. I guess his powers is like, Vandal Savage. It's like, yeah, I don't age, but also don't die either. Oh, is that Vandal Savage's thing? He can't die? Yeah, but, yeah. That's Vandal Savage's thing. He doesn't die. Mm-hmm. But, like, he can't get killed? Like, if you kill him, like, eventually he'll just come back alive. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Who's Vandal Savage? DC villain. 
Vandy Savage. Kind of like the one that's been around since Caveman, but like he's been living on. That's history. right. He okay. was he was Abe Lincoln. Yes. Yeah, at one point. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Same with uh, what's his face. Oh, immortal. Yeah, immortal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> they based him off of Vandal Savage. Yep. Yes. Yes. Dude, we're making a lot of connections. <laughs> oh man, I cannot wait for Invincible to come back. So when escapes in the warehouse, um, Spike eventually is like, "All right, we're gonna have to find him," uh, and they find out the significance of the ring, right? Because uh, they they pulled up more research and found out, oh, the ring has significance because it came from the same time period as when and if we if if when gets killed with this ring he will die for real he will have to die that that's the only way to kill him and that's why uh giraffe he, had the ring mhm and that's why when wanted the ring right? right so now we we get into it uh so he gets back on the ship uh, Spike makes a bullet with the ring and puts it into like a shotgun, essentially. Oh, yeah. And uh, oh, who he was goes it up. that explained like why he couldn't die? Was it Jet? Um, yes, yes probably. Jet, Jet Wing got oh, the information. Because we found out what the ring was supposed to be, and then I think after that we figure out a whole issue of how one got his, like, immortality. Mm. And I think that was, I was thinking about also, I think it was something, like, with the hypersync thing, because, like, the moon blew up, and then released, like, a whole bunch of hyperspace energy onto, I guess, whatever planet uh, was on. Yeah, right, he's the only one that survived. He was the only survivor, exactly. So it, it kept him from aging. Yeah, and right. Gave him and everybody else. That, healing yeah. issue, uh, issue, healing uh, ability uh, or regenerate, something. Regenerate, yeah. Yeah. Reg- yeah, he he had the Benjamin button. Yeah, that shit's crazy. <laughs> that shit is super crazy. I forgot about the reason why. That's yeah. Let me see if I can find like the. You you want the real synopsis? Oh no, here it is. When the gate exploded, a coordinate system was created from the resulting twists in hyperspace, a kind of singularity, which is a black hole that drew in vast amounts of energy, enclosing and crystallizing them into a single faceted stone. Which is the gem that was in the ring. Mm-hmm. The same energy broke Wen's circadian rhythm. <laughs> what type of fucking explanation is that? <laughs> His pineal gland continually produces a substance like melatonin that inhibits aging. Mm-hmm. That's the theory in a nutshell. Wow. So, if I eat a bunch of melatonin, I won't age? No, it's... Uh... <laughs> No, we don't. All right, let's give it a shot. You gotta like, you gotta inject it in your brain or something. I I don't condone you taking any drugs. And Spike was like, I don't understand what you're talking about. If this kills him, let's (laughs) exactly exactly. So so then they make a bullet out of the ring, right? And Spike only gets one shot, correct? Mm -hmm. So then we make it to our uh, classic Western shootout. We got one on one side, and we got Spike on the other. Got their stare down. I think it's dusk, nighttime. I don't know. Spike shoots down the car, and so one just comes out like his car just burning, and that's how he stops the jump. This and one has out. terrible fucking aim at this point. <laughs> yeah. He shot three times and missed him all I, three I, times. I mean, did you see Spike how many nice. times he missed Spike? He only shot him once out of the the two clips that he wasted on him. Yeah. 
My well, man is a musician. He's an artist. But I think he's, he's <laughs> inhibited by his, like his body, like the, the the muscles needed to like fire accurately aren't fully. Developed. Oh, like he, he can't hold the he can't uh what's it called? He can't resist the kickback. The exactly. Recording of the gun. Yeah. Like he can't hold the gun steady because he's in a body in a kid's body. That's great. Great theories. I love it. That body absorbed that fucking bullet. That it did. <laughs> like shit, dog. You see how fast he aged? That was yeah, crazy. Yeah, Spike shot him like right in his forehead and he just started aging rapidly mm-hmm. and I was like, I I thought, I didn't think he would die like that. Like I thought it would just kill him immediately, right. but it mm-hmm. aged him first to the point where he was able to like speak and be like oh finally my body is free and blah 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 yeah. blah and then yeah of course it gets all sentimental and shit it's and like, like no but don't. it was like do you, do, you, do, you, do you feel what I mean Spike like I, I'm finally free I can I can be free now do you feel what I, and then Spike was like fuck no I don't feel what you mean <laughs> what are you talking about you committed crimes you killed somebody literally in front of me you had this poor paralyzed man fake acting as your guardian and whatever happened to him um they had him they, in the ship right? yeah, yeah but he was like i think he i think he was basically a vegetable or something because he didn't really move at all but then. he could cry yeah because of yeah. because of the the shit that went down that that we were talking about before mm. um he he's basically a vegetable so they hooked him up to a machine to to read his memories. Oh, and right, then right, 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 right. He was remembering that uh all, it's the one that killed Giraffe. And yeah. yes. And then yes. we he was also remembering about the ring, and that's how they got the information about the ring. Right. Yes. There um, we go. Now we're all caught up. Oh yeah, and the episode ends with him dying. Dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how do we rank him? Or how do we grade his villainy? When yeah. Uh, he was a terrible shot, but I think a good villain. I would say he's an eight. I put him right about there. I, I think personally, his uh, his villain ranking is like hindered a little bit by him at the end saying, "Oh, I'm finally free." Basically, thanking Spike like for freeing him of that prison. But it's like, dude, if you knew all of this and you wanted to die, then why didn't you just die? Why didn't you just like swallow the fucking gem and then die? Like, why'd you have to go through with all this shit? Shit up. Trope, man. They all remorse once they, like, die or about to lose. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no. And I think that's just so lame. Like, yeah, I, I felt like his his ending was kind of lame. Um, the episode was great. No, yeah. Great absolutely. Episode. But I just, I didn't agree with that characterization at the, the har- end. The harmonica throughout, oh my god. Oh, so yeah. Great. No, that was great, though. The fact that Spike couldn't play it. Because when he tried to play it, it was like, like this dry air that came yeah. out. Well, so by but by the end of the show, I can imagine that like he's gonna get really good at it. I like hope he's so. just gonna practice in his. It in, definitely fit like the jazz vibe of the whole have show. Have we have we discussed? I don't know if we discussed it with like this <coughs> show or this character, but like with every can, uh, finished mission that he had, I'm trying. I'm trying to even think about it. Maybe I'm reaching right here, but like, does he take a characteristic or something from each like villain that he beats? And, like, incorporates it into his own? I have no idea. Because, um, well, he, he took the dog from episode two. From Abdul. He took Faye from episode three. He has the harmonica. He's injured and has the flashbacks from the vicious battle. Um, 
Well, I want to say four is when he got Faye, because that's when she officially joined the mission. Mm. Sure, I would okay. guess, and this is just So like, we can just might, put those together, then. This might be a reach, I guess, since that whole thing was like a casino thing. Maybe Spike takes more risk, because as you see with episode... Like, you start to see in episode four, because, like, what, being stuck in hyperspace, he almost couldn't make it out of that. Mm. And then you see episode five with Vicious, you see, like, he's in critical condition. Mm. And then now he has, like, a shootout with freaking Wen at the end. And he actually gets shot, so right. Know, he's been hurt more. a lot lately. So maybe right. kind of, the plot armor is slowly like yeah, melting away from like, like he's more like gambling a lot of situations rather than being in control as we seen like in the first couple episodes. Yes, so right. I so agree. Maybe that could be a takeaway that he, he got from episode three. He was very out of control with the the whole episode five plot. Um because it was so personal to him. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Mm-hmm. Um because he 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 wanted to go back to his planet so bad and jet is like yo do you not realize that i lost my arm like going after a personal vendetta chill right. like chill and then like, he's you're like beyond this life now you don't have to go back kind right. of thing and then spike was like no no chill <laughs> i haven't lost my arm <laughs> do you not know who i am so maybe it's not like he takes a piece from each villain or each mission or whatever, but like you can you can see how each mission is adding to uh, the development of not only him but like the crew, um, well either the crew or himself. But like no one mission is less important than the last or the next. Even though like we're ranking certain villains and like talking about how one episode's better than the other, like every mission so far has played as has played a. Um, big part in the development of of our our protagonists. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. We either get something added to the crew, or something about his personality is revealed, or Jet's personality is revealed, like throughout these one shot episodes. Right. So it's like, yeah, you can watch them just one by one, but watching them in order, or let me rephrase that, you can watch them like out of context, mm-hmm. like just get up and watch episode six or something. But watching them together and seeing how they're growing right. together is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I really like the way the story is being told. I'm still... I feel like we still don't have, like, the overarching plot yet, though. Yeah, like, there's no main objective for the entire series just yet. It's more so just, like... And maybe there won't be. Maybe like, maybe, like it. it's just... Like, it's just life. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just him going through it every day. Like, this is the bounty hunter life. So, I'm either going to, you know, revisit my past. I'm going to see a villain that, uh, you know, I've never seen before. Maybe some that I have seen before. This girl is going to be part of it. Maybe she leaves. Maybe she comes back. It's just it's just part of the life. And Am I, I, am I, I, I wrong cool. in saying that, like, works. a lot of, like, animes from the 90s, um, like, during this era... A lot of, a lot of those shows kind of carried that same like development. Like, there were overarching villains. Not really like every every single episode was about that villain, but there were a fuck ton of just one off episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, like I feel like that's how it was for like Sailor Moon. Sailor yeah. Moon, Inuyasha. That, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Yu Hakusho. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Fucking what are the what are the other ones that were like heavy on? Uh, Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball Z, but Big Dragon O. Ball. Yeah, what remember, is Big O? Remember Big O? I remember the name of that show. I just don't remember like what was it about again. This dude, he, he was basically like Bruce Wayne, but he had a giant fucking like black robot, 
and he would fight other giant robots. I mean, okay, I remember what you're talking about. I like that show. It was a good show, and the theme song was awesome. I'm gonna pull it up. I have never. It was like big O, dun dun dun, big O, big O, big brown 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 brown. Huh? It showed up late on Tsunami, right? Yes. I want to say like around like 12 wait, one, wait, maybe. Wait. I'm about to look that up. That does not sound familiar. At Copyright. Right? Yeah, only only do like five seconds. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'll do... All right, hold on, let me... I, I'll just do like the main part. Oh, okay. So, perfect. It's like the beginning of it. There we go. <laughs> I've never seen this. Okay. It's actually classic. You should watch it. And the, the the intro is very similar to Cowboy Bebop, like in terms of the animation. Like this is this is basically what it looks like. <laughs> like a giant watch con- or like a watch controls the fucking massive robot. It, it looks cool, but the thing is, and I remember, I think I said this last time. I'm not a big fan of like mech animes. I don't know. I don't know why. You, you probably just. Fell upon too much Gundam at some point. Yeah, the Gundam, the Megas XLR, the Megas XLR was the shit. Fucking uh, Van Dread, like all the. Um, yeah. There was a lot. There's a lot of. I don't know. I think it's just the concept of oh, let me go sit in this giant robot, and I don't know. I don't know. It's it's less interesting to me. So, I, I like my I like my protagonists to have superpowers, or so, if they don't have superpowers, everybody's on like an even playing so field. Do you just don't like animes that like focus on mechs, or animes that like incorporate mechs in them? I would like to never see a mech ever in my life. As well. <laughs> so you probably wouldn't like Code Geass then. Code Geass. Yes. Uh, no. Whoops. Sorry. Right. Nope, That's fine. It's a good show though. Mm, oh well. Uh, I was, want no giant robots. There was one. There was one show uh, that used to come on Toonami, and they they would ride on uh, like jet boards, kind of like skateboards, but they'd ride through the sky. Um, Eureka Seven, I think, is what it was called. Oh, uh, I never like I wanted I to get watched into it. that show, but oh. I never really like went from ep- like episode one. Me neither. To finish it off, but that's like the animation. But yes, was I do remember at some point. Yes, like they were like on some kind of like skateboard or whatever. Wait, what show was For it? Some Eureka reason, Seven or Eureka Seven or whatever we want to say. For some really reason, it was one of those ones where I every time it would come on, I would just be like, Nah, no, <laughs> I'm t- no, I'm not watching it. No, moving like this. I don't like this one, no. I think it's because I never started with, like, episode one. I saw it at some, like, random episode. I'm like, I don't even know what's going on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I'm not even going, like, very, very just out it. of context. Just, just because I was such a disrespectful child, I might go back and watch it now. I might give it a shot just to see what it was. Because I don't remember shit about that show. I just remember it was beautiful. And some of the characters, uh, for just watching, I was like, I like that one. And then I and then I'm gonna watch uh, Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Oh, that is a classic. Space Ghost Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Mm. Yes. What was the one show where they were uh, they were like underwater? Um, uh, Space Lab. No, not Sea Lab. Yes, Sea Lab. Like yes, Sea Lab twenty uh, something. Space, yeah, Space Lab. That's C-Lab. familiar, but I never caught any episodes of that. It oh wait, but before really we start funny. rattling off all these uh, names, the live action Cowboy Bebop. I like it. I only saw the very first episode, and they followed it very, very closely. Um, I'm glad I that like you the, like it. I like the casting. It, it's a little weird seeing a, a live action 
adaptation of an anime in show form and like i kind of have to give it a break with certain scenes and like the way certain shit looks like um what's the the first villain's name again uh asimov yeah yeah so they did the whole uh red eye thing Mm. and like uh the special effects are cool and like it follows the show well enough where like there's no like huge discrepancies, but a lot of the shit can kind of look cheesy. Well, yeah, it's like a Netflix CGI. Right. right. The suspension of ne- disbelief has to be there. Right, but at the same time, it's easier because it's a comedy. Right. So like, it's so lighthearted. I'm not taking it too seriously. Um, I enjoy it. Uh, I I like the guy who plays. I like the guy who plays Spike. John Cho. Yes, uh, the guy who plays Jet, that that black guy, I forgot where he's from, but he's uh, he's really good too. Um, I really want to watch the rest of the episodes, but I'm gonna wait for you guys. I'm gonna wait to finish this. Yeah, and then we can yeah, all we can blitz yeah, through because there's only ten episodes, right? The live action. Oh, I don't even know. Uh, yeah, we can blitz through the live action. It should only take us like a week or so, and then we can. Do a especially considering because we'll know the entire plot at yeah. that point, so we can just watch just watch all the episodes. Comparison to comparison, yeah. that'd be that'd be awesome. Uh in any case, that's five. You have to doing this on purpose. Yeah, he had to finish that one off. Yeah. with saying one. He said he yeah. said fuck the counter. I want. I just gotta say it. <laughs> we love everyone who oh, I don't even has think I stuck with us I to this point the of the episode. episode. Uh, Wope needs to finish a lot of stuff. No, he I has don't. Homework. I literally have to watch the last 10 minutes of Demon Slayer and then we're good. He has homework. <laughs> I have homework as well, so... You can find us in lots of places. The first being Twitter. You should go there. And you should, uh... None of you guys use... Well, you two don't use your Twitters. No. No. How are they supposed to find you, Chris? On the Otaku Street twi- Twitter. Oh, That's man. what I'm referring Otaku to. Otaku right Street now. Pod that no one uses except for me. I mean, I see it. I I'm I don't linked. tweet from my personal. I just like look. I'm linked to it. I can. That's where. That's where I get a lot of my news. I'll just go to the the Discover area. The the problem with uh, I I logged on to that Twitter once, right and. I had something from My Hero spoiled for me. Yep, me too. And I'm extremely <laughs> mad at it. Mm. Jamal, I'm sure you know what it is, but and I don't want to spoil it on air, so I'll say it after. But you know how people will do like fan colors yep. of like manga pages that mm-hmm. are in black and white? I saw the scene, and I knew what it was, but I kept reading I it. I think I know. I'm so mad don't, because I would don't have spoil never it. seen don't it coming. It. <laughs> so I'm I'm curious if you saw the same only, thing I saw. Only two potential spoilers I think of. You already mentioned one of them to me. So I there's only one other possible one. Depending how far you are. That's well, I don't I don't even know how far the spoiler was. Oh, but can we wrap the show up? <laughs> 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 All right, so follow the Otaku Street Pod. What is the actual at Otaku Street Pod? Okay, yeah, follow at Otaku Street Pod on Twitter. Um, we still don't have any pictures, so there's no Instagram account yet. Uh, YouTube, Twitch, all that good shit is coming. Uh, 
person's whole Does anybody else, does anybody yes. else have anything <laughs> relevant to say? Yes. This is not Otaku No Football. This is Otaku Street. And with that... <laughs> 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 all right, all right. Otaku Street out! Yeah.